You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Rose to Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, you guys know what it is. It's Wednesday night. So we got another question and answer session for you guys. We'll also hit you with a Wild Love Wednesday. We did not get any put me on this week. So if you're looking for put me on, we didn't get any in our inbox this week. So we'll, we'll cut that segment out for this week. But we'll get into our question and answers, of course, after the quote of the day. Today's quote of the day comes from Mr. Thomas Edison. And it goes, there are no rules here. We're trying to accomplish something. Once again, that quote is, there are no rules here. We're trying to accomplish something. That's another one of my quotes that I had jotted down for a long period of time. We'll say I have a whole notebook full of quotes, but I love that quote because it, it, it challenges you to stop living in sort in, in terms of restraint and constriction and stop limiting your beliefs, right? The only beliefs or the only limits that come into place, obviously, outside of societal limits and laws are the ones that you put in your mind, right? So if you tell yourself that, oh, I can't do this because this rule is in place or this is in place, right? You're, you're limiting yourself and you're also kind of fostering a limited belief kind of mentality. So there's no rules here. When you're trying to achieve goals, there are no rules here because like Mr. Edison said, we're trying to get things accomplished. Question number one for today is how does prolonged stress lead to sustained reduction in cognitive functioning? This is actually a really, really good question because I did not know about the answer to this question up until a few years ago when I started to learn about trauma and effects that it has on the brain and our cognitive functioning. What what prolonged stress does to our brain is it alters the way we think and therefore can alter our, our perception of reality and what is fake or make us very, very reactive. So if you are under stressful situations for prolonged periods of time, it can literally do damage to your brain and your thought process. I invite you to go and watch. There's a video, a TED talk that I teach during my full time job. There's a TED talk and the woman that does it, her name is Beth Babcock. And she talks about how prolonged stress and prolonged uh, like trauma can lead to literally people having holes in their cognitive functioning or weak areas in their cognitive functioning. Right. So if you look at the the brain of a normal quote unquote normal, I'll say individual versus the brain of an individual that's been under prolonged stress or prolonged trauma, you'll see that the wiring is very, very different, which is important because if you're obviously in a situation and you're stressed out and going through stressful situations, you're not really thinking about the effect and damage that it has on your brain. And if you're not thinking about it over long periods of time, you're losing out or you're missing out, right? So to answer your question simply, that was a long-winded answer, but to answer it, answer it simply, 
prolonged stress over time can do damage to your cognitive functioning in it in that it can alter the way you're thinking. Question number two is what is the worst trauma that one can come across? Again, that question is what is the worst trauma that one can come across? And that question is uh, very specific, I'll say, to an individual, right? So I've worked with clients in the past that were traumatized by, let's say, for example, Barney, the um, dinosaur from back in the day when kind of we were in our childhood and he was that friendly dinosaur. I have, I've worked with clients that were fearful of him, whereas like for me, example, I, I loved Barney. I thought Barney was very, very entertaining. And even till this day, I still sang the song with my daughter, clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere, clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. So um, it can be something as, as small as that, where you might think that's not significant, or it can be the loss of a, a very close friend or family member. Again, the main thing for you to know is that trauma is very, very specific to you and to an individual. Question number three that we receive via inbox is, does budgeting help with mental health or help improve mental health? Absolutely. 100%. If I were writing this via email, I would put a thousand exclamation points behind this. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Budgeting. What What? most people, they fear budgeting because they think that they won't be able to have strict adherence to the budget and they feel that they might go off off track or whatnot. For me personally, when I think of budgeting, budgeting provides me with clarity, right? It's it's for this week. I have this amount of money and this is obviously after my bills are paid. So when I when I do my budget list or when I'm budgeting on a monthly basis, I make sure the first thing that I do is pay bills. Once the bills are paid, then we can start talking about kind of what what I'll do with my money, whether that's investing it, saving it, whatever the case may be. But the most important thing that I take away from budgeting is that it provides me with clarity, right? So uh, I know exactly where my money is going, when my money is going there. And I don't have to worry at the end of the month if I'll have any extra change or if I'll have any extra money to maybe take my daughters out to go get ice cream or take my wife to a movie on a movie date, something like that, right? You have very, very um, um, clear thought process when it comes to your money when you budget. So I absolutely believe budgeting helps improve your mental health. Question number four, why is mental health so necessary for child development? I believe mental health is essential, not only necessary, but essential for child development, because what happens is as children grow older, they and they don't learn to kind of express themselves or not even kind of express themselves in a healthy manner, they start to compartmentalize. And the more and more children start to compartmentalize and the older they go, they experience the hormones, they experience changes in life. They, the, all of these things become essentially compounding stressors or compounding factors. And you, that's where you see that adult or the person who becomes an adult and they can't control their emotions or they can't not be reactive or they have to fight. They have to do something to keep themselves or keep that adrenaline piece of themselves going. And the reason that is, is because they haven't been talked to about mental health and the importance of it. So if I could just reiterate that again, I feel like there, that definitely needs to be said again. When we talk about mental health, it's absolutely essential to have to introduce your children to mental health, to allow them to express themselves. Initially, they may express themselves in a negative manner, so they may fight, they may lash out, but 
as they grow older, continue to encourage them to express themselves in healthy manners. Because you guys have heard me say this on a show before, especially when we're talking about black and minority communities or marginalized communities. In a lot of cases, officers are coming into situations knowing that we've been in stressful environments, knowing that we're going to be reactive and they're expecting us to react. So now they have a reason to assault us or put their hands on us. Question number five is, how do I brainwash myself after a traumatic event? Again, that question is, how do I brainwash myself after a traumatic event? My advice to you, or I would invite you to not try to brainwash yourself. What happens when you do that, right? So when we experience trauma and we try to quickly put it out of our head, or we try to fill that void in our head um, and, and try to pretend like it didn't happen, or it's something that we, we want to wish away, those things typically come up later on, right? So I've worked with clients in the past, I'll use as examples that have tried to suppress traumatic experiences with either alcohol or substance abuse. And they're like, well, you know, I was able to put it out of my mind temporarily. I, I would challenge that thought process and say that they weren't able to put it out of their mind temporarily. In fact, what happened was they simply suppressed that trauma and it showed up somewhere else in their life. Right. So when, we, when you think about brainwashing and trying to suppress trauma away, that's not a realistic thing to do, because at some point in time, that trauma is going to resurface. And it's going to pop back up again on you. My invitation to you would be to start to try to find healthy ways to express yourself around traumatic events or around traumatic situations, right? So that way you allow yourself to be free of the traumatic situation, of the traumatic event, and you also get a listening ear. Hopefully it's a mental health professional, excuse me. That way you can have the proper techniques to to replace some of that those traumatic experiences and those feelings that come with traumatic experience with something that's a little more pleasant and that'll allow you to move forward. That's it for our questions for today. As always, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com. Once again, our email address is TQLP20 at gmail.com or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. We really, really appreciate our growth, man. In a short period of time, we're close to a thousand uh, views and a, a thousand downloads, I should say, of our material. So again, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to be invited to be a guest on several shows that I'm kind of weighing out now and also just being a part of several communities. I just want to say thank you guys again. I know I say it a lot, but I can't say it enough. Thank you guys for liking, subscribing, leaving us reviews, sharing our stuff. We really, really appreciate all of that. That brings us to our Wild Love Wednesday for today. Wild Love Wednesday for today on Wednesday, the 1st of July. I can't believe I just said the 1st of July already, man. Woo. Corona got us got us locked up, recouped up in the house, man. So Wild Love Wednesday shout out for today goes to my grandmother, Eva Mae Dixon. 
right? I was I was sitting down with her on Sunday, I believe, and her and I were having a conversation, and it just it just reinforced all of the awesome things that that she means to not only me but the rest of our family and that extra effort. I always say this to her. I really do believe it as well. My grandmother is an angel on earth. She showed me so much humility, so much appreciation for others self-sacrifice, all of that. And it's just, it's amazing to be Eva Mae Dixon's grandson. It's it's fantastic. I love it. I love being out in the community and people saying, oh, you Eva Mae grandson, or we loved your grandmother, your grandmother did this, or your grandmother did that for us. So Wild Love Wednesday today goes out to my grandmother. Grandma, I'll see you Saturday for the 4th of July. I love you, baby. And that's it. So Wild Love Wednesday today goes out to my grandmother. That's all we have for today's episode. Don't forget, we're always looking to be put on. So if you guys have any books, any exercises, anything that you're doing to keep yourself going during this period of time, feel free to hit us up in our email as well or share or share it with us on Facebook. Excuse me. As always, remember, guys, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.